Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 320th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Big news, Reza. Tell me. Your boy's engaged. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I already know. I'm sitting here trying to fake a reaction, but yeah. very much congratulations. <gasps> I'm super excited for you. It's, it's for you and Carolyn. It's really exciting. Thank you. I just faked a reaction for you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Just yeah. the, the sudden it. inhale. I needed it. Uh yeah, no, that's 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 really exciting. Uh, can you can you tell me about how how you did it? How did it go down? Yeah, so this goes. This story goes uh, a a bit a, a bit a ways back. We have been looking at this whole process. We'll say, and, and by process, I mean the uh, the ring ring process started in the summer of last year. Uh, and I'll get to that in a second, but to answer your most immediate question, we went away. So we took last week off, uh, and right, the getaway dot home, dot home, right? Yeah, okay. dot house, dot house, getaway dot house, getaway dot house. Uh, God, Reza, you know Let's we're see, trying to get sponsors. I don't love these extensions. And... <laughs> I don't these... <laughs> Could have been getaway dot sponsors out here, <laughs> and you're messing things up. And no, so we we found uh, Carolyn found this great. A thing called getaway.house and so you know ring was sort of in hand at that point and when we got there we it's about two hours away from us we left on like tuesday at like noon which was great uh super easy drive up there what's actually crazy is and i'm remembering this now on the drive up we almost got into an accident wow uh so I was imagine a highway, right? A three lanes each way. So left, middle, and right. Right. Left obviously being the the overtake lane, the fastest lane. Yep. And I am in the we'll say the middle lane. Okay. And there is this large tractor trailer in the right lane and a car in the left lane. And we're all sort of close to each other. Now the car to my left is obviously in the left lane and it's driving we'll say the same uh speed uh as uh as i am now the we are both a little bit behind the tractor trailer that's in the right lane i was definitely at this point in this man's blind spot when he started to merge and i didn't hawk the horn but carolyn sort of yelled out hey he's merging Right. And this long tractor trailer. It wasn't like one that had like a... It didn't have the uh, the thing behind it. There was a trailer behind it. But it was like a, a okay. flatbed trailer. Oh, okay. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hauling like equipment, we'll say, right? Yeah. Now, at this point, I'm like ahead of his back four wheels. But definitely like he doesn't see me. Because we're in a hatchback, right? So he doesn't see me. So right. at this point, he's starting to merge. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, there's nowhere for us to go. I don't know if I should have braked in that moment, but I also didn't see if there were people right behind me. And right. so, yeah, it's, thankfully... It's really, really, really hard to assess everything in that split second and make right. that decision. So, yeah, totally understand that. Right. 
thankfully the car next to me sped up a little bit and then i like zipped right behind him yeah but that i mean that that was a scary moment yeah uh yeah that really is yeah I'm glad that that person was just, that was next to you, like, I wonder if they recognized what was happening and they tried to open up space for you because I've definitely done that for people. Um, yeah. And I've also similarly been in situations like you where it's like, yo, move, like somebody do something before right, whatever happens, right. right? Like, and maybe it probably wasn't like as, I don't know, dire or as as sudden as that, but like the fact that that, was, that, that wasn't an option, uh, obviously it's, you can't expect people to be, constantly turning their heads and being super aware of everything that's not happening and like to them but um yeah that's it's really good that they did that it's very scary very scary uh super super scary i'll say now we we made it uh, i was gonna say we made it without incident but that was clearly a lie and <laughs> we we get there and it's nice it's like these little trailers that are just in the woods, but it's still sort of nestled in the Catskills, which we've been to. Uh, and so the first night, you know, we just, we made some dinner. We just relaxed in the cabin, went to bed next morning. Now, the weather was a little bit on the colder side, about 20, de- 20 degrees colder than it was the previous week. And had we gone the previous week, we might have probably tried to hit more hikes um, maybe hit up a one mountain, overlook mountain, and then go to this waterfall nearby, Catterskill Falls. Um, but because it was like a touch over 40 degrees or something, I was yeah. like, you know what? Probably not ideal uh, for us to, to sort of go right now. Right. And, and so we, uh, we decided that we woke, up, we woke up, not late, but we woke up on our own time. And I just, I just said, you know what, let's go to Overlook Mountain, you know, great views. We usually like to go hiking when we're taking these outdoor trips. It's sort of like the main focus of just being out and about and just walking around places. Right. And um, when we drove from our place, it was about 30 minutes, I'll say. Uh, you know, fun drive, comfortable drive, uh, driving through the mountains and just, you know, just talking, relaxing, right? Um and when we get to the trailhead, it's like, oh, there's some people there. There's like a couple more cars than I had expected, which is like, yeah, not what I, you know, not what I wanted, but also not like super bad, you know? Yeah. Well, the, uh, the people, but like not packed, right? Right. It was probably like eight cars, I'll say. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's like a four mile hike, two miles up, two miles down. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. You're and, probably not going to be running to too many people, I guess, then. Right. Like eight different parties. Exactly. And so we started making our way up and immediately I, re- I recognized that, oh man, there might not be any more snow in the city, but there's a lot of snow on this trail. And not uh, just snow, but like packed in ice all the way up. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're walking up like hardened ice, which is fine to some resp- degree, but... It was certainly one of those things when I looked at it, I go, oh, this is, this is not ideal. This is not what I want, but also like no point in, uh, no point in backing out now, I'll say. All right. And it was just like, you know what? We're already here. Let's, we've uh, already committed. <laughs> we've already committed. Even though we hadn't walked a single step, I was like, you know what? <laughs> we're, we're here. Let's just, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully we didn't bump into too many people on the way up. 
and it was uh, it was nice. Like you know, thankfully the weather was warm, and it wasn't uh, freezing cold. Um, and we're making our way up, and before you get to the um, to the very top, I'll say. Uh, there is this really nice uh, set of ruins, really large estate. Um, and because of the way the ruins look, like there's no like there's no like debris. It's like sort of it's like one of those like uh, there's the walls are still standing, but there's no roof. The windows don't have any more glass. There's not like lumber bits, you know, hanging yeah. around. Yeah. And so it's like it's it's rather clean and it's easy to to walk through. And we uh, we walk in there and I'm like, okay, you know, there's a really nice archway for the door, the main door to to walk in. And I'm starting to think to myself, how does one get on one knee naturally? <laughs> and people are like just tie your shoes, right? Right. And I go, yeah, but here's the thing, man. I haven't tied my shoes since the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> and I take a lot of, like, I'm really happy with the knot that I have in the shoe where I can, like, slide so my foot slide in. in. Yeah. So let me yeah, ask you. But it's like, you, it doesn't you... get, like, uh-huh. more or less untied. It's just like, it's perfect. So that's why I don't want to mess with it. But ask your question. All right. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not messing with this if I don't have to. And so what I ended up doing was I had brought a tripod with me and I went to go set up the tripod. So I walked down like these like small set of stairs and there used to be like a fountain or something. So I like put it on like the uh, sort of like the, the perimeter of the fountain, you know, okay. um, the fountain thing wasn't there, but it looked like it was like a, I don't know, like one of those like small like bird bath sort of things. Right. Okay, so I'm yeah. like, set, I'm standing uh, and we have like one of those gorilla tripods that you can like wrap around things yeah um so i I placed it down and i started to take a video and i said to myself all right well you know i know that if we take a video we can screenshot the video and there's our photo yeah uh and so i'm pretending to like mess around trying to figure out if we get the right uh angle or whatever so there's like a long video that was the (laughs) pre-video right to the proposal just like you know just b-roll we'll call it yeah. Uh, I'm telling Karen, oh, you know, you stand over there, move over there, looking good. And I, I would sort of walk over back to her from the camera. And I'm standing next to her. I'm like, all right, well, why don't you try and get Oliver? Because we brought Oliver with us. Why don't you try to get Oliver to face the camera? Now, what's tough about that is you normally need to have somebody standing behind the camera holding a treat out for him so he can focus his attention on it. Right. And so, meanwhile, while she's taking a treat out, trying to get Oliver to focus. I like unzip one of my inner coat pockets because I wasn't going to hike up with the coat pocket yeah. with an engagement ring just open. Right. So I used that moment to unzip and I was like, all right, dude, you got to full send this. There's no subtle way to do this. <laughs> right. And so meanwhile, she, mean like while she's got her attention on... Oliver, as she's about to turn around, I feel like I, and this is all backed up by video footage. So this is me trying to remember what happened, but I've already been told that what I remember happening and what actually happened are two very different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But, you know, I just got down on one knee and I said, you know, it's been an amazing adventure and can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. And, you know, will you marry me? I think that's what I said. Yeah. I'm like 80% sure yeah. that's what I said. We'll have to go back to the tape at some point and just um It's probably be a tough that. watch for you, man. Uh, it's it's probably is a tough watch. I have the um, video of my proposal to Lane, and I haven't watched it since like the week of. I yeah, have you're no like, idea what I said. You're like, you know what? Mission accomplished. Mission we don't really need to go back. <laughs> it's not about the journey. It's just how you. Got, it's just. It's not about. It's not about. Uh, I guess how you got there. It's just the fact that you got there. Right. It's, you know what? We're good. You're, you're there. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, she got very emotional. Yeah. She knew it was coming. Of course, uh, but like still. Right, right. She got a she got a uh, a manicure, so her uh, her nails were looking good. Um, but to go back, so that's like up to the proposal, right? And we and immediately afterward, we, we still walked up to the to the top of the mountain. She said that she was unsure that it was going to happen there. She said she was uh, very surprised it was happening there because I didn't do it at like the top of the mountain. Yeah, and I said that I, you know, I didn't want to do it at one of the overlooked places where there's like a ton of people waiting behind us, and I'm not gonna propose, and you know, so I really liked where I where I did it. Um, to go back, oh, so really quick, you said she knew it was coming. Did she know it was coming on this trip, or do you, she, she had a suspicion? Okay, got it. Was happening got on this it. trip, but not like. Oh, it's definitely happening on this yeah. trip. I mean, you've had, you've had the ring for a bit now, right? Yeah. So I had the ring for about a month, I'll say. Okay. Um, so what had happened with the ring, um, we started looking for uh, jewelers and the stone in the summer. We did it separately. We found the stone that we wanted. Yeah. And then we found a jeweler to do the setting that we wanted. Okay. And the uh, the stone took less time to find than I expected. I thought we were going to look through a ton of stones, but Carolyn has a uh, uh, an old contact in the Diamond District and was, was able to help us secure stone uh, rather quickly. Um, now we, once we had the stone in hand, um, it took us a while cause we were also like simultaneously looking at different jewelers and we went to a few jewelers and it's one of those things where like, you kind of need the vibe to be right. And yeah. there are places that just like, and I think it's also because like during the summer, like obviously COVID still a big deal. So like we're masked up, but like, we're also like mad casual, right? So, like, we're going in, like, joggers, athletic tee, <laughs> all this stuff, trying to, like, throw down money. You walk, you and, walk in into, uh, like, Tiffany's. They're like, uh, could you please leave? They're like, yeah, they're like, sir, you I can see here. your bunion, man. You got... <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, that might have been, that might have contributed to it. You know, that's one of the rules that, uh, not rules, but, like, that's what Carol and I try to do when we look at real estate in the city. Like, just dress up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um that, like sort of when we're seeing a new place, I'll say we try to dress up a little bit so they take you a little bit more seriously than like every we'll come in looking like bums, right? Um, and the uh, 
and so we, we saw some places that like were you know were vibing with us but maybe didn't have like the settings that we wanted or couldn't do the settings that we wanted without charging us sort of an exorbitant amount there was another place that like really didn't give us a time of day they i think they must have thought that we were like just messing around or something wow. we really did i'll tell you this that jeweler i'm not going to name names but our experience with that really oh, left us with yeah right um, really left us with a with a bad taste in our mouth. We were like, like, why would you, why would you like treat us like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you treat thought, potential business like that? Right. Exactly. Like you, I feel like we live in a time right now where like, do you never know who's walking in through your doors yep. and like? But I can also understand that you know first impressions are everything. And if I come in looking like mad casual, I mean, you know, sure, I gotta, but like. But like you just said, though, too, right? Like this, this day and age, right? You, not, not everybody who can, aff- you don't, you don't have to be dressing in a suit and tie or whatever on a weekend uh, to be able to afford their business, right? Like, I feel like there's a de- like this, this, this isn't the 60s, right? Right. I just thought that, you know, we live in a time where, like I said, we live in New York City, you'll see a slob get out of a Ferrari. It like ain't no thing, but. You know, it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. So we ended up yeah. not going with that person. We found a, a jeweler that we really liked. Um, and because Carolyn was very particular about the setting, she knew exactly what she wanted. It. We went with her because she said that she could, you know, deliver on Carolyn's vision. And it did take us a couple of rounds to get it right. Uh, but we were very happy with uh, the final product. Uh, it definitely so like we settled on a jeweler so we started looking for the whole process early summer we basically secured the stone by the end of summer uh, we found the jeweler that we wanted by like beginning of fall and then uh, we got the ring finalized like and in hand beginning of February okay, I'd say so definitely a process definitely a little bit of a process sure I don't yeah. think COVID made it any easier, you know. Certainly, um, certainly, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So that, you know, when I, after we proposed, we decided to sit on it for a little bit and just sort of celebrate her and I. That's good. Um, also, because you know we didn't want to reach out to people because the uh, the cell service was really the Wi-Fi service was really bad. There's like barely any cell service and. <laughs> there's app they don't have you don't have wi-fi in the uh in the trailers so we didn't want to like we wanted to see people and like video chat with people uh when we told them and we were afraid that we weren't going to be able to do that so we figured you know what let's not like send a teaser out in any way because if we can't give if we can't tell people the way we wanted to tell them sort of uh just not ideal position to be in yeah. And so we waited until we got back to to tell everyone. Now, let me also say this. On the way back, I also almost got into an accident. Oh, now you're probably no. thinking like, holy shit, Sandy is like the consistent variable in both these yeah, stores. Yeah, the, the lowest common denominator right here, man. Totally. I hear you. Let me explain. <laughs> the On the way back, it's like, a, it's like driving down 202, okay? Okay. 202 near the AstraZeneca DuPont Experimental Station, like that area, you know. It's like, it's where, like uh, six lanes of traffic, a couple turns, turn lanes. Yeah, uh, there's like uh, small the businesses cross. on both sides. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one Charcoal TV pits digital, right there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Love Charcoal Pit. Um, I'm surprised it's still in business, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, anyways, so I'm in the right lane of one of these places, and this tractor trailer, okay, is coming out of one of these businesses. It's a busy time, of the, and it was raining when we drove back. Um, so everyone's driving a little bit slow, but you know it is what it is. Right. Busy time, so we're talking like I'm not like flying, but I'm also there's like a ton of cars on both like coming northbound, southbound, a ton of cars going in both directions. And dude, this dude, right? This car in front of me made uh, so I was in the middle lane again. There's a car. There's cars on my left lane. Cars on the right lane now. I gave a little space to the car ahead of me because the car on the right lane, he wanted to merge into the middle. I was like, great. If you merge into the middle, I'm going to take your spot. So like do like one of those like helix moves, right? Yeah, yeah. Let him go first. No big deal. I slot in. You know what happens when I slot in? The There is this tractor trailer coming out of a business on the right side. So he's like merging on, right? You know what this man's yeah. doing? He is leaning out of his car door with a handout telling me to stop. Huh? Now, I didn't know that you could just merge on the traffic in, a, in an 18-wheeler by doing this. I thought you had to, like, wait your wait your turn. I think this guy just wanted to, like, muscle his way in. Yeah. But, dude, like... It's really weird, and it's raining. And it's raining. It's like, dude, you should not be doing... I just didn't feel... Like, I felt like I was already... I had already occupied where I needed to be. And I think he saw the opening, so he was going to shoot the gap. But, like... I guess... But when he started pulling up into the car, I was like, oh, my God, dude, are you going to T-bone me in the right lane? Are you really going to T-bone me? So it was definitely a closer call than I wanted it to be. He didn't hit us, thank God. No issue. Yeah. Um, but it definitely felt like one of, another one of those moments where it's like, dude, these tractor trailers are, are, like, flying and doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, granted, if somebody's listening to this and telling me that I'm wrong, I'd love to hear it. Um, I think I'll definitely take responsibility if I'm the one uh, wrong there. But he was merging. He was basically like turning, right? So it wasn't even like it wasn't like he was in the shoulder. He was coming out of a business, turning into the right lane. Dude's window was down. He's halfway leaning out. His car's his truck is yeah, coming no, into the right weird. lane, and he's got that's his hand out telling me to stop. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't think that's I don't think that's okay. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the only, the, literally, the only thing that I could think related to the situation is that it, he saw the person leaving the that right lane, so he thought, oh, "Okay, here, here's my opening." Now, he's a tractor trailer. He probably wasn't going to be able to just make the turn into that right lane. There were probably other lanes of traffic that were going to have to stop for him. Um, I don't know. That's just not, it's just not a good look overall. I mean, like if you want to do that, if you, if if he if he had been sitting there for a long time, even then, I still wouldn't say. It. Oh, that's like an acceptable thing to do because it just simply isn't. You can't. You can't really just stop moving traffic. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just not a good look, man. I, I, I have look, those. Man. I have those instances too where I feel like the world, like the universe, is trying to put me in an accident where I have like multiple close calls and I'm like, you know what? I need to just not try for a little bit, let my time pass, and the universe yeah. will go after somebody else. Because I do have those moments where it's like multiple t- multiple times over the course of like a week or two, and I was like, I don't know, man. This seems this seems this is off. This is weird. This is suspect. Too, too many too many eventful drives when I I'm used to not you know just uneventful drives. Right, right, and and so, um, 
that's really uh, the story. Uh, it made it there and back in one piece and uh, came back alive, uh, but came Thank back God. engaged. Yeah. Well, for yeah, again, congratulations. It's really, really exciting. Sorry about all those uh, close calls with the drive, but glad glad you, you made it out. You both made it out, plus Oliver, uh, unscathed. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I guess I guess the next steps are are our wedding planning the the fun part. <laughs> yeah, so um, we are gonna wait a little bit to okay. um, to wedding plan, but yes, the idea is that next we will uh, we'll start wedding planning, and then uh, we'll let you know more as we know more. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hell of a thing, man. Yeah. So how, how if you had to guess how involved and active do you think you personally will be in the process? I will be if very involved. Guess, okay, that that would be my guess. You would be very involved. Okay. I'm gonna be very involved. I have ideas. I'll okay. Say. And I am definitely going to be. Uh, We'll say collaborating with uh, uh, together on this. That's what okay. I'll say. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's really it. Um, I know I uh, I monopolize the time, so I'd love oh, to. Dude, we got to hear about this. Pass the uh, the rain stick over you. <laughs> what do I have going on? Uh, yeah, just another just another busy week. Uh, being uh, like Gordon's, I guess, like being like full time dad, which has been uh, tiring, man. Like Gordon, I, I say this all the time, but like each week he just seems to get more and more demanding for certain things. Um, his vocabulary, ha- like he hasn't expanded his vocabulary, so we're just still getting those like same one syllable um, sounds like dad, bah. He's, his mm-hmm. favorite word is like no um, and more. He loves more food. He 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 will he you can, he cannot eat enough. So I was looking for more. I love it. Um, I like his daddy. <laughs> his kid his kids always eating. Um, daddy and, out of here eating like his JV. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, that's kind of been that. Um, I start I start the new job on Tuesday, so I'm excited about Congrats. that. Congrats! Congrats, working you. man again. Yeah, working man again. It's kind of crazy because, uh, yeah. like, I think about it. I'm like, oh, you know, it feels like I found the job fairly quickly. And I think overall in the grand scheme of things, I did. But I also found out that I was being laid off on, I think it was, what was the date? I think it was, like, January 10th or 11th, I think. I, was, I think I was supposed to find out the week before. And I think they, like, my meeting got canceled with my bosses. And they pushed, they had to push it back a whole week. So I think I met with them on January 11th and found out then. Mm. Um, I got an offer I think the offer came about a month and a half after that. And that's like, you know, I pretty much immediately started looking, started, you know, working on my CV, my resume, sure. um, reached out to people and, and applied. My interview was like a month or so after that. And then the, the offer came about a month and a half after that. But then the onboarding process has taken a bit. So the onboarding process take, took a full month. So, yeah. Um, yeah, since the time that I found out to when I'm actually starting, we're darn near three months out and uh, I guess that's just kind of how it goes. It's just, yeah, like, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm looking for a job at, at like Target or something or McDonald's or whatever where I could just start, you know, 
a week from now or something like that. You know, it takes time. It takes it's a process. So totally get that and appreciate that. I uh, I hope I don't have to be <laughs> in this situation for a bit. Um, you know, it, it's great to network and I and like going into it, I, I was still keenly aware because it, it wasn't like that far removed from when I finished grad school and was applying to jobs that the interviewing process overall can actually be, you know, pretty enjoyable. But upon doing too many interviews or speaking to too many people, it just gets tiring after a period of time. It's like it's like going to like a conference and doing a lot of networking. You're just meeting um, so many different people. Yes. You're, you're repeating yourself all the time. People are like, oh, tell us about yourself. Like, what do you do? Tell me about your project. Like, you go and talk about that stuff for so long before you get bored of your own stuff. <laughs> you're just like, yo, can we talk about like sports or something? Can we talk about yeah. something other than work? Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm extremely excited to start to start the team. Um, and Lane and I have, we, we think we have a daycare in mind to send Gordon to, but that's about okay. a, month out, a month away. So we, um, we were reached out to a few nannies this weekend so that we're, lo- we're looking to have somebody watch him for uh, roughly a month. Um, and sure. they'll, they'll be coming to the house to, to watch him here. So we'll see how that goes. Um, nice. you know, still, still um, I mean, we got we don't, you know, that's two days away. <laughs> it's two days away from right now. But, um, you know, we do have some short term options. But o- overall, we got to get him somebody to, to, to watch him for us. And then I'm really looking forward to having him in daycare because with him in daycare and Lane and I both home working it like it. First of all, we feel like, of course, we're, you know, opening him up to potential exposure to anything. And it's not even just like COVID the concern, but really just like him getting sick in general. I and mean, he got, he got, he caught a cold in daycare two times in a row last, yeah. uh, last year. And he was, he was only in daycare for about two and a half months. Mm-hmm. He got two ear infections while he was there. What um, is going on with this kid? Right. So he um, is rubbing his face on all the kids. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, him him being in daycare really just opens him up to all like the typical germs. And but given the fact that we are living through a pandemic right now, anytime he comes home with a sniffle, a cough, a sneeze, whatever, um, oh, hell yeah. you know, we're going to be terrified. Like, you know, is it something severe? Every time he's caught something, I've caught something. And like, so he just got sick. Like, what was it? Like three weeks ago. So I was sick then. And every mm-hmm. time that happens, now I got to go get COVID tested because I'm not sure what I could potentially have. And thankfully, it's never been anything more severe than just a common cold. But nevertheless, it's it's disruptive and and um, you know I wouldn't say like super scary at the time, but it's less than ideal too, right? And so, you know, with him being in daycare, we're certainly exposing ourselves and him to to more. Um, but it'll obviously give us a lot more flexibility and freedom when it comes to getting work done. Like I was telling Lena, when I, when I'm full-time daddy, she's not getting very much work done because her days get constantly being interrupted with like, you know, just little visits or whatever, whatever calls for her attention. So when he's out of the house, she's able to focus hundred percent on work. I'm able to focus hundred percent on work. Um, we don't have like a screaming baby upstairs or across the house or whatever, wherever he is. And so, that's um, you know it, I think it'll be good for for all of us, um, not just us getting work done, but for him to socialize and like be in, be around other kids because he, like, hey, like on nice days like today, um, he'll like go to the park. We'll go to the park with him, and if there's like other kids around, he wants to try to like talk to them and socialize with them, and like you know in that in that environment, no one no one wants that. So I'm sitting there trying to like chase after him, like no no Gordon, come on, come back here, 
And so when he's in daycare, of course, that's a little bit more um, expected, right? Supposed to play with each other. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's that's really it for me. Um, the the new job and, and therefore daycare being being required. Um, Very cool. Yeah. I, I, I know you've been watching it. Netflix uh, Drive to Survive. We always talk about what we're watching at the, at the very end. Um, finished. You're f- you finished it. How many episodes are there? 12? 10. I'm guessing. 10. Okay. Some of them are half an hour, so that's why. Okay. Wow. You f- but you binged it. You did it in like 24 hours, right? I think so. A little so. bit more? Wow. That's yeah, amazing. Like that. Yeah. So I've only seen the first, I think, three episodes. I'm in the middle of the fourth. I've obviously, I've obviously, I obviously was following the season, so like some details I'm sure that you saw through Netflix's perspective I told you about, but um, I'm excited to like kind of hear the documentary style and see people, you know, the interviews with people because um, it it's definitely gives a bit more insights, and so super excited about that. I um, started watching Captain, uh, no, I started watching uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so we watched the first episode of that. Um, I finished watching John Wick 3 again, which was the first time I'd seen it since I first saw it in theaters last year. Uh, far, far better movie when broken up into segments. I enjoyed it the first time, but I just found myself fatigued by all the action throughout. Like I was, I found myself toward the end of the movie, like I'd be okay with this if this movie just ended right now because there's so much happening. I watched it over like two sittings and, uh, it was, it was a lot easier to digest in that time. Um, I'm I'm currently watching Aquaman for the first time, uh, which is not bad so far. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Is it worth it? So far, it's 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 pretty good. It's fine. Uh, it's on HBO Max, so watching it um, with that. And uh, I'm trying to remember, there was something else that I just watched recently. Oh, I just watched Ford versus Ferrari. It's also on HBO Max. That's pretty good too. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I feel like I wa- I've been watching a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're oh, and Lane, Lane and I started watching that show with Lil Dicky, Dave on FX. Oh, fantastic! Lil Dicky's uh, Dave. Have you fantastic. seen that show? We I love mean, that show. Yeah, I never, I never gave her the time of day before. Um, but yeah, we like it a lot. I really, I really like Gata. He, the show reminds me a bit of uh, of Atlanta. At yeah. least, like, cause like, cause Gata's character reminds me a lot of Lakeith Stanfield's character. Yeah, um, but then uh, that's that's really it. <laughs> Two very different. Everyone else is very different. It's a <laughs> it's a funny show. It's a it's more heartfelt at the end too. Um, yeah. but I'm not gonna yeah. ruin it. Yeah, we yeah we just saw the uh, the the bipolar episode and uh, yeah that oh, was, yeah yeah that was a good one. Sweet deal. All right, let's uh let's get out of here. All right, sounds good. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.